so uh, today I just want to encourage all of us to, on how much power uh, and help is available to us. Uh, it's, it's a help to us because we have the Holy Spirit in us and he is always with us. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit is our helper. You know, if you can't do something alone, you would call for a helper. If you don't know the answer to something, you would ask for help. If you are struggling with something, you will ask someone else for help. There is nothing that we go through, there is nothing in our lives that is too hard for our helper, which is the Holy Spirit. He is so big. He has supernatural power and strength that is always available to us, and it is on the inside of us all the time. And so uh, if you want to turn to John 14, we've been reading in, um, with the youth Bible reading, we've been reading uh, the book of John. And so I have to say some of my favorite chapters in the Bible are John 14, 15, and 16. And uh, this time when I read it, though, I looked, I saw it so differently than I've ever seen it before. And so I just wanted to share a couple things that were um, on my heart this evening. So if you uh, look at John 14, verse, we'll start at, start at verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him or knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you, and he will be in you. You know, we are so blessed to have the Holy Spirit in us. I mean, if you just sit and think about that, you can always, every day, if you just start the day just thinking about, I have God on the inside of me. I have him with me. It changes your perspective on how you go into that day. And so if you want to turn to Hebrews 13, keep your finger in John 14, but you can uh, also go to Hebrews 13. We are just so blessed to have the God Almighty with us at all times. Hebrews 13, verse 5. I'm going to start with the second part. Of verse 5 it says for he himself has said I will never leave you nor forsake you so we may boldly say the Lord is my helper I will not fear what can man do to me if we have that perspective like I said when we wake up what can go wrong today if I've got God with me it doesn't matter that there may be things that are happening in our lives, but we have the understanding that the Lord is my helper. Why do I need to fear anything that's coming into my life right now? The Lord is my helper. It's not just Pastor Jim is my helper. I have to tell you, I love that he's my <laughs> that he's my other half, you know, because there are just certain times where his strengths are awesome and they're exactly what I need. But there is someone even greater than that that's with us all the time. And it's the Lord. 
The Lord is with you 24-7. It doesn't matter. You know, Paul said one time that he was left all alone. He had no one else, but he had God with him. How many times have there been times in our lives where we have felt all alone or that we have felt like, you know, everyone's fleeing rather than coming and aiding. You're, they're fleeing. And yet God said he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. If we can fully grasp that and have that revelation that every day the Lord is my helper. The Lord is inside me. He is with me. If he is for me, who can be against me? It doesn't matter what's going on. If God is for us, who can be against us? What can man do to me? He cannot compare to the power and the force of heaven, the supernatural backing of God Almighty behind us. And so uh, the Bible says he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. I've heard our pastor one time in Nebraska say from his pulpit that, it, that sometimes it was hard to distinguish between the Holy Spirit and his wife, you know, that the Holy Spirit would use his wife. But you know why that is? Is because wives are helpers. You know, they, are, they help. And so they have some of the same attributes or that the Holy Spirit has. And so sometimes uh, she is the helper to her husband. She is the helper to her children. You know, that's the role that women a lot of times play. If we look um, back to John 14 and look at verse 26, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things, and he will bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. You know, that is supernatural wisdom, that he brings back to your remembrance everything that you need to know. You know, for students, that's great news. You know, when you're trying to learn something and maybe your teacher doesn't explain it quite the right way, you have the Holy Spirit who knows everything, <laughs> who made everything, and he's on the inside of you, and he can help you learn things. And then you have a cheat sheet. He can bring back to your remembrance all the things that you have studied. You know, I used to love that when I was in college, just thinking, okay, that was a question that I need the Holy Spirit to help me with because, you know, you've studied, but, you know, there are just times where, oh, I just, I'm not 100% sure, is that A or is that C? And you say, Holy Spirit, please help me. I think there were some times where the Holy Spirit just gave me favor <laughs> on some of those, uh, you know, where you had to actually give an essay for the answer. I think there were just times where the Holy Spirit gave me favor because I was like, I don't even know what exactly I'm saying, but I got a good grade, and so we just go with it, you know? <laughs> he is our helper. This is a great verse when we are in the middle of, um, you know, the plan of God for our lives, but we are struggling with something that we know we are supposed to be doing. You know, there's times that you know you're in the right place. You know it's the right time. This is the step that you're supposed to be taking. But it's hard. 
It's not easy. It's not just falling on you. And at that point, you know the, the helper, the Holy Spirit, is there to help you get through that. He's there to make a way when there doesn't seem like there's a way. But you know that you're supposed to be doing this. You know you're in the plan of God, but he has given us the helper to help us to get through. Uh, you know, it's a great wisdom when you just need the wisdom of God. It's a great scripture when you need the wisdom of God. When you're just, you know, you just don't know what to do. The Holy Spirit is your helper. The wisdom of God is on the inside of you. He is there to help you. He is there to, to give you the wisdom of God himself in your situation. You know, um, we are constantly learning things as we go through life. You know, we, there's just life lessons that you learn. There's, there's things that you may have heard years ago, maybe a sermon that you heard, and you haven't even thought about it for years. I have to tell you, there are times that um, God will bring back to my remembrance things that Brother Hagen taught years and years ago when I traveled and sang with him. And I may have never, ever, uh, you know, thought about it since he preached it, you know, just never came back to my remembrance. And I will be in a situation, and all of a sudden, a truth that he spoke or that he preached will come back to my remembrance just out of the blue. And I'll be like, oh, that's the answer for this, whatever it is that I'm going through at that time. The Holy Spirit will use things from your past. You know, you can think, um, you know, that your past, maybe you didn't always do everything right in your past and you wish there were things that you would have done differently, but there are things from your past that the Lord will bring back to you. There are things that maybe you learned in those less, you know, maybe it wasn't exactly the great way to do things at the time, but you've learned from that, and the Holy Spirit is using that, bringing things back to re your remembrance today to help you to get where he now, is, the path that he now has you on. He is so good like that. You know, if we want to turn to 1 John 4, 4, um, the, in, the one thing about John 14 through 16 that I've read a little bit differently this time, instead of it just being how the Lord is our helper, I've also seen that these chapters talk a lot about the tribulation that, trish, that Christians go through. You know, there are, it's not always just easy when you're a Christian. There are pressures that you go through. There's persecution that you may even face. If you stand up for what you believe, you may receive resistance to uh, what you believe. And uh, as Christ followers, if people were not nice to Christ, there's a chance that they may not be nice to you as you're going through life. But in spite of those things, you have a helper. You have somebody that is helping you, that is giving you everything that you need to get through. Whatever trial, whatever obstacle, whatever thing is coming in your way, the Holy Spirit is there to help you through that so that you win, so that you overcome. 
Uh, if we look at 1 John 4, 4, you have overcome the world because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We have a greater one in us. And that greater one is the one who wins. <laughs> you know, when you think of the greater one, you don't think of the one that just falls flat on the floor in defeat. You think of, you know, some great being, something that is maybe very uh, muscular, maybe it's uh, some, you know, a superhero. You think of greater, greater, something that's going to win, that's going to have the victory. You know, that is who is in us. That is who is with us all the time. And when the greater one, he's in us and he's with us, we have his, his power that is available to us. If you think about the power of God and you realize that's in me, that power is made available for me. I think when we get to heaven, one of the things that's going to be a strong revelation to us is we're going to realize how much power was available to us. We, we didn't quite understand with our human and natural thinking how much power was readily available to us that we could use any time that we needed. And the more that we get to know God and who he is, the more that we realize what is inside of us, the more that we understand his love and the power of his love, the more that we begin to operate in it and we start seeing it operating through us and in us and to our world. Uh, if we look at John 15, 5, just the next book, John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. You know, so many times we have this feeling that we are supposed to do everything in our own strength. You know, we know maybe what the plan of God is for our life and we start going at it and we, we make our lists, we, we go over everything, we start, you know, we put the hours in the day, going down our list, trying to get everything done and we are doing our best to serve God to love God. Maybe it's a, a business that we're doing. We know we're supposed to be doing this business and we do everything. We put everything into this. But you know what? It is not all up to us. The Bible says without God, we can do nothing. He is the one that is going to take what we have to offer. And you're going to say, well, you know what? It seems like so-and-so, they're doing just fine without God. And maybe they're very wealthy. Maybe they're very rich. But you know, eternally, it matters more <laughs> than what we see naturally here on earth. And, and God says that the things that we want, the fruit that he wants us to bear are eternal. They will last forever and ever. There's a scripture in, I think it's uh, 1 Corinthians 3, that says that, you know, one of these days, everything that we've done will stand before God and it will burn. If it's wood, hay, 
stubble, you know, those kind of things will burn. But if it's metal, if it's things that have been things that God had for us to do, it is going to last. And those are the things that we are going to be rewarded on. And so it doesn't matter if the world sees what you are doing and says, that's big, that's brassy, that's great, you know, you're wonderful, look at what you're doing. It doesn't matter what the world thinks because the world system is different than God's system. And if God says that without me you can do nothing, then I would rather be doing stuff with him and not get all the accolades from the world because one of these days, the one that is more important is going to be giving all the accolades and that's going to be worth it. You know, without God, we can do nothing. And how is it that we do something? By abiding in him, by allowing him to be Lord of our lives, for knowing that he is in us, that he is for us, that he is great for being a vessel, that he just flows through, that he touches the lives of those that are crossing our paths, allowing ourselves to have people cross our path, you know, being a voice for God, having the right words to say at the right time because we are yielding to the greater one on the inside of us. You know, that is our path that we are on. And it doesn't matter how old we are. We can be kids. We can be elderly. We can be any stage of life. We can be moms. We can be grandmothers. We can be grandfathers. It doesn't matter what we are, what stage of life. If we are with that understanding of who God is and he's on the inside of us, we are going to make a difference and we are going to bear not a little fruit. It says we're going to bear much fruit. If we are on earth today, it is so we can bear fruit. It's so that we can have something so that God can use us to bear fruit. And that is the plan today for us. It's not just working nine to five, coming home, put our feet up, you know, be a little grouchy because it was a hard day. No, we're bearing fruit, fruit for God Almighty. And how are we doing that? Because we have the greater one, the Holy Spirit. He is our helper and he is going to help us to do that. Uh, in uh, John 15, 26, just a little further down in that chapter, but when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. You know, God is love. So we are, in John 15, 5, we went over the fact that we are supposed to abide in him. And he is love. And to abide in his love is to know his love, is to be confident of his love is to understand his love and the more like i said the more that we realize who god is the more we are going to understand his love but you know who is going to testify of that love in us it's the holy spirit our helper he's on the inside and he is the one that is revealing god to us he's testifying of jesus our savior 
on the inside of us. He is making a testimony. He is convincing us of God's love for us. And he is confirming things to us in our heart that are about God. If there's ever a time where you're like, I don't understand God. I don't know God. We have one inside of us that is revealing God to us. All we have to do is ask. He's already there. He's willing. He wants. That's his job. <laughs> you know, we're not asking him to do something that's hard for him or that he's like, oh, get, I'll get back to you on that. No, he is ever ready to reveal the Father, to reveal the Son to us um, through our, our hearts. You know, uh, John 16, 7, that's a little bit, uh, is the next chapter over. It says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. You know, in this verse, Jesus is telling his disciples who are very sad that he is telling them that, he, you know, he's going to leave them. And he's saying, no, 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 don't be sad. You just don't even understand the master plan that is happening right now. If I go away and you only see me as you walk with me, if I go away, I, I get to send a helper. And this helper is going to be with you constantly, all the time. And as I depart from you, I have the ability now to send him to you. You know, it is so much better that we have the Holy Spirit in us. It is so much easier to go through life. It seems like, man, it would just be so awesome if we had lived in the time of Jesus. You know, if we had just seen him face to face, seen him do those miracles. And Jesus is telling his disciples, that's not, that's not true. This is going to be so much better for the world that I leave and send you the Holy Spirit. And guess what? We are living in the days of the Holy Spirit. We have him with us all the time. I'm going to keep repeating that because if we can get a hold of that revelation that the Holy Spirit is in us, he is with us. He never leaves us. He's never forsaken us. You know, you can be going through the valley of the shadow of death, and guess what? He's going through it with you. He's right there. He's got your hand. He's walking you through it. He did not leave you alone. He did not leave you helpless. Let's look at um, John 16, 13. Going down just a couple more scriptures. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. This is Jesus speaking. Therefore I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Isn't that just awesome? Isn't that awesome that the Holy Spirit is going to tell us things to come? That the Holy Spirit is going to reveal 
supernatural things to us. I, he's in there. He's wanting to do this on our behalf. You know, we, we, didn't, we don't serve a God who created the world and then left us to ourselves to try to figure out how to go through everyday life. He sent a helper. He sent somebody that is so powerful and so mighty, and he put him on the inside of us. And he said, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. There is nothing that you are going through that is going to tax the power of God. Oh, well, that's a really big situation. Mm. I just don't see how you're going to get through that. Well, good luck. <laughs> no, we've got God Almighty. You know, he's got angels that are at his beck and call. He's got supernatural power that goes beyond any natural power that is here on earth. That is what is available to his disciples. We are his disciples. We should never hold our head down in shame. We should never feel discouraged and like we are low in any way, shape, or form. We are not low. Like I said, when we get to heaven, we're going to get a really good understanding of who was inside of us. And we're not exalting ourselves in ourselves. We are realizing that it is the Holy Spirit that is in us. That is what gives us the confidence. That is what gives us the boldness. That is what gives us the strength to do what we are called to do. It's not that we're mustering it up and all, everything that we've got, we're just making it happen. No, this is just yielding. This is just saying, hey, I need a little help here. I mean, every single day, I need a little help here. <laughs> you know, when the things keep coming at you, you know, there's times that we say the devil likes to do the pileup where it's like thing after thing. If anything could go wrong, it went wrong today. But we have the greater one on the inside of us. You, it doesn't matter how many things went wrong. Who's bigger? It doesn't matter. Who's against us? Who's against us? It says the devil is always coming at us. We're not fighting against flesh and blood. Sometimes it feels like it. You know, sometimes there are people in your life that you're like, I think you're the devil incarnate, you know? <laughs> I think he's using you purposefully in my life right now. But you know what? We're not fighting people. We're fighting uh, supernatural forces that are defeated. All those things, all those attacks, all those things that are coming against you are thrown at you through someone who has been defeated. And if we can understand that, it helps us to be like, is that all you got? Because you know what? I've got the greater one. And this is so minuscule to him. This is not big to God. This isn't causing him to fall off the throne. Well, the devil got a good one there. No, he's just like, you know, uh, Brother Hagin used to say, when we... Uh, see who was our adversary. We're going to be like, we let him have that much havoc in our life. 
we let him discourage us and cause us to want to quit, look at him. No, when we realize who he is and who we serve, and we put our eyes and our focus on who God is, that's why, you know, it's, again, you know, Peter walked on the water when he's looking at Jesus. It would not have mattered if the water had been calm. You still can't walk on water, you know? But the waves are going, the wind's blowing, and he looks at that, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, this is too difficult. It was too difficult even if it was flat, you know? He can't walk on water. I have never walked on water. But God, if we are looking to him, we can do supernatural things. Not in our strength, but because we have the power of God backing us. He is for us. He is on our side. Our future is victory all the time. You know, uh, John 16, 33. Uh, this, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. If we're ever out of peace, it's because our focus has gotten off of Jesus. If we're ever not in peace, and that, that's not to be hard on anyone at all, because we've all experienced that, where we're not in peace. But man, if we have this understanding of who Jesus is, and that we have the Holy Spirit on the inside of, our, inside of us, we can always have peace. It says, in the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So he's not saying that you're not going to have an adversary throwing things at you, saying things to you, trying to provoke you. <laughs> he's there. He doesn't go away. In the world, in this world, you are going to have mean people. You are going to have people that have no idea who they are in Christ because they don't know Christ. And they are going to come at you sometimes because their father is the devil. And they just like, oh, this thought came into my head. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just going to repeat it. Oh, I thought it was mine. Oh, I was just being used of the devil. I didn't realize that. But right now we can know it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter what people do. We can have peace. Because why? The Bible tells us that we have a helper. We have a, a helper. So our future is victory. Our future is love. Our future is God's peace. Our future is eternal life. It doesn't mean that everything is rosy all the time, but we can go in it looking at it as though it's rosy because we have this understanding that, oh, you want to throw that at me? I've got this. He's got my back. You know, there was that story how, um, I think it was Elijah that was saying that they had all of these people that were coming up against them. And um, he, he said, Lord, help my servant see who's, why, why we're safe, why we're protected. And the servant got to see the angels and the forces of heaven that were protecting them. If you can see, if you can get that revelation, nothing changed. There were still all the bad guys there. 
nothing changed. The thing that changed was the servant's perspective. Elijah already had that perspective. He was not concerned at all, but the servant was. If we can understand that it doesn't matter what's surrounding us, it doesn't matter what the pressures are, it doesn't matter what is happening, if we can get the perspective of who is backing us and what he is doing in and through us and that he is our helper, it changes how we see things. You know, um, when Jesus tells us that we are to cast our cares on him. He didn't say do it in your own strength. He gave you a helper to cast. You're not supposed to just try to quit worrying all by yourself. (laughs) You know, he gave you a helper. If you're having trouble, you know, casting that care, ask him. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you cast it. And guess what? you now have supernatural help casting that care on him. You have supernatural help to be in joy, to count it all joy, no matter what you're going through, to count it all joy. You've got a helper. I just don't feel like it. That's where you go and say, I have a helper. Help me. My feelings are so strong right now. I just don't feel like it, but your word is true. And you said, if I will ask you, you will help me. So help me. Help me to be happy right now. Help me bring back to my remembrance. Give me revelation right now so that I can be in peace, so I can have joy right now. And again, he will say, he tells us, walk in love with other people. Sometimes that's easy, and sometimes it is just flat-out hard. Sometimes it is just not easy to walk in love. Sometimes you just want to give people a piece of your mind, but that piece of mind is probably thoughts that you're being given from the enemy to hurt them, you know? But if he tells us to walk in love, guess what? We don't do it in our strength. It's not up to us. We ask him, God, I can't. Do this of myself. This is really hard and I don't want to. But I'm going to yield to the power of God that is in me and I'm going to do it. And you know, as we yield to the Holy Spirit inside of us, as we yield to his supernatural help, he he tells us things for our good. You know, sometimes we do want to give a piece of our mind because it seems like that would just be the right thing to do. And that's, it's our emotions. We're just, I'm so mad, I just want to let you know how mad I am. And a lot of times we do say things that we don't mean. We say it because we're angry. And when we do that, we cause destruction. Destruction with our words. But if we instead choose to yield to the Holy Spirit who is inside of us, who is love, because God is love. If we choose to yield to him, then he helps us not to have that destruction in our life that would have come if we had said, if we had given them a piece of our mind. You know, he helps us to operate and, and get the benefits 
He wants us to be happy. He wants us to have peace. If you're always nervous, it's hard on your body. You know, it, it, it's destruction. It's death. It produces uh, things inside of you that is not good for you. And so if, if God is telling you, don't, don't be upset, don't be anxious, he is telling you that not because he's mad at you or he just wants to ruin your life. He's telling you because he knows what's good for you. And he is telling you that because he wants to help you. He didn't just say do it. He wants you to do it with his help. He wants to be right there in the middle of your storm. He wants to be right there in the middle of the hard situation that you're walking through because he understands you can't do it alone. You can't. You can't get the results that you need to get without his help. Without me, you can do nothing. And if we realize that we're not supposed to go through it alone, that we have this victory, you know, we have been set up for success. We are set up. We're not failures. We are set up for supernatural success all the time. You know, it makes it uh, easy for us to understand that we are going to win when we realize we have God. <laughs> we, we can picture that. Oh, I've got heaven backing me right now. I, how can I fail? Of course I'm going to win. And so we just keep going. And then we begin to have psalms and hymns and spiritual songs on the inside of us. They just begin to flow up outside of us. I'm going to read you a couple. The truth is, I was bought with a price. I was made alive in him. His joy is my strength. I can do all things through him. His peace is my guide. He leads my path. I can rest in his love. His truth will prevail. Though the storms may come as I look to him, I can know for sure I will always win. You just start saying things. Another one. I was made for a purpose. I was bought with a price. I can do all I need to in this life. Not by my might, but by his great power, I stand strong and secure this very hour. God is so good. His mercy never fails. He's always with me and his love will prevail. I'll read one more. I'm an overcomer by faith. I've been made a conqueror through Christ. I am born a winner in him. I cannot be defeated in life. I'm an overcomer by faith. No storm can blow me over today. He's alone my anchor in life. I'm safely in his harbor to stay. No weapon formed against me will win. I'm guaranteed the victory in him. I'll walk by faith and not by sight. And in the, vic and in the end, the victory is mine. I will fight until I win. I won't give up my joy in him. His peace will govern all of my steps. I am an overcomer in Christ. God is so good. We have got the victory all the time. We have the power of God on our side. We have God Almighty living in our bodies. 
the one who created our bodies is in our bodies. He's there. If, if we look at Romans 8, 11, it says, But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. You've got that power in you all the time. You have the power that created your body in you all the time. Oh, this hurts today. You've got the power of God in you right now. That power there to quicken your mortal body. He didn't say you have to go through this alone. He didn't say you have to be defeated by sickness. He didn't say you have to have a heart disease or cancer or whatever it is that you're facing. He said he will quicken. He gave you the Holy Spirit. That Holy Spirit is in your body, in your mortal body, your natural body that decays. But you've got the greater one on the inside. And so he is quickening. He is quickening. Sometimes we just have to say, God, you are quickening me. You are quickening my body. You have that power on the inside. Oh, but this is just so hard. It's just so tough. This, the pain is so real. There are times that, you know, you have to just stand and say, I don't care what I feel like. I don't care what the circumstance is. The truth is, the, the word of God says, the greater one. The Holy Spirit is on the inside of me, and he is going to quicken my mortal body. You know, there are times I just go to sleep, and I just say, thank you, God, you are quickening my mortal body. You are taking this time that I am sleeping, and you are strengthening me. You are quickening my mortal body. You have that greater one 24-7. You know, it just seems like, oh, this is just so big of an obstacle. Health issues are, they're just not fun. Who, you know, when you don't feel good, you don't feel like standing for anything. You just want to go to bed. You don't want to stand. But when we are in that situation, who can we ask for help? The Holy Spirit. He is our helper. And he said, that power that raised Christ from the dead, that is no light power. That is no, you know, well, I'm sorry, but cancer is just really too big for the power that raised Christ from the dead. There's nothing that we have to fear because we have the power of God Almighty quickening our mortal body. And as we get more and more revelation that he loves us. He's for us. He's not against us. He's in us. He's in us 24-7. He is always with us. He's giving us everything that we need to be a success in life. There is nothing that was left undone. When Jesus died on the cross for us, there was nothing left undone that would mean that you need to be defeated. That is huge. That 
is huge. There is nothing that you are facing in your life that is for you to just be in despair because it's too much for God. God Almighty is in you. He is in you. His power, his wisdom. There is no business decision that is too hard for God to have a solution. There is nothing out there that is too big for God, and he's in us, and he has a plan, and he has a purpose, and he has stuff that he wants us to accomplish, and he said you don't have to do it by yourself. Isn't that amazing? Is that not amazing? You don't have to do it alone. You're not meant to. You know, there's people that die young. They may have done lots of stuff with their life, but they, they did it in their strength, and it wore their body out. We can do great things for God and not wear our bodies out because he is supernaturally doing it through us. It's amazing. That's the kind of God we serve. That's the hope that we have. He has fruit, not just a little fruit, for us to bear, for us to produce in life. He has great fruit. <laughs> he has great fruit that he wants from each and every one of us. You were bought with a price. You were made with a purpose. There is nothing that can cause you to be defeated if you remember who it is that you are serving and who's inside of you. And he's there all the time. All the wisdom, all the creativity, all the power of God is on the inside of you. And all we have to do is ask for help. All we have to do is ask for help. Remind ourselves, God, I am putting my focus on you. I'm reminding myself that, you know, it doesn't matter what things look like. It, I mean, the world could just look super crazy, which it kind of does right now. You know, everything's shut down. There's fires. There's hurricanes. There's riots. There's all sorts of different things. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world. But you know what? I have the greater one on the inside of me. I don't have to be concerned, even if it's knocking at my door. You know what? There were Christians in the time of right after Jesus that gave their lives, and they were happy about it. But this seems unfathomable. But when you understand you have God Almighty on the inside of you, your, your purpose is beyond the natural. Your purpose is eternal purpose. And when we understand that, it doesn't matter what's going on around us. We can have peace. We can have joy knowing that he is leading and guiding and directing us. And guess what? The Bible says that if we don't get weary in well-doing, or not to get weary in well-doing because in due season we will reap if we faint not. So let's not faint. 
Let's not get discouraged. Let's not quit. Let's not give up. But let's hold steady and say we are going to win. We are going to make it. We are going to have his fruit in our lives. He is so worth it.